Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Firefly Willows L-I-V-E presents Two Owls Having a Hoot. Featuring your host, Mildred Lynn McDonald. Delve into the mysteries of ancient wisdom, explore the healing capabilities of energy medicine, and bridge the gap between the seen and the unseen. Get ready to challenge your six senses. Shift your perspective. Learn new energy healing tools and connect the dots between the old, the new, and everything in between. Tune in to Two Owls Having a Hoot for stimulating conversations steeped in boundless curiosity and divine wonder. Airs the first Thursday of the month at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 8 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. Welcome, everybody. This is Mildred Lynn McDonald, and I'm your host for Two Owls Having a Hoot. I'm here live in Sebastopol, California, and joining me today is my co-host, Madonna McGinnis, who settled in Craignish, Cape Breton Island, Nova Scotia. She'll be joining us shortly. The topic for today, animal totems, or as some people call them, animal spirit guides, or even power animals. Not sure if our listeners are familiar with animal totems. Maybe some people are, maybe some people aren't. But during our time together today, Madonna and I are going to give you an overview on the role animal totems can play in your life. To do this, we're going to look at some questions. And here are the questions. Number one, what are animal totems? Number two, how do they work? Number three, why use them in your everyday life? And number four, where can you find online resources or books or websites or people who can share information on animal totems? If I am correct, Madonna, our co-host for today, in her usual fashion, has done some research and exploration and discovered quite a few interesting tidbits about animal totems. So I'd love to invite Madonna to the show now and say, Madonna, welcome. Mildred, thank you for having me here this evening. (laughs) And what have you discovered in your research about animal totems? Well, animal totems uh, derive their history through the ancient animistic and totemistic beliefs. Uh, The animistic beliefs would uh, take us back to the Egyptians and their animal worship. But uh, totemism, uh, which is a system of belief practiced by North American Indians and Australian Aboriginals, for example, incorporates the notion that each human being has a spiritual connection to another physical being, whether that's a plant or an animal. 
But for this evening, for our conversation, we're going to be uh, discussing our relationship to animals um, as spirit guides, as um, explainers of, of things that are, are critical in our lives. And so the phrase power animal or spirit animal refers to the shamanic idea that certain animals can physically and psychologically empower us. The power animal, just like the spirit animal, is thought to lend its wisdom, attributes, and instincts to us in times of need and in times of um, situations where we really don't understand the road that we're already on. A spirit animal can be a tremendous guide to help us understand where we're going and what may happen when we get there. Mildred? <laughs> just always exciting what i love about animal totems or animal spirit guides two things one is that it reminds us that we are all interconnected and number two it reminds us that we are all interdependent as i was doing a little bit of research on the topic for our show today for our conversation it seemed that people, once they discover animal totems, this whole idea of oneness, of connection, of interdependence starts to permeate your life and your perspective changes. And it changes in a way where everything is equal, everything is beautiful, all things are sacred, we are all one, and that's life-changing. Have you found that with your experience with animal totems? Did it shift anything for you? Absolutely, um, and and probably the most uh, profound experience I've had with animal totems happened to me uh, when I was living in Calgary, Alberta, in Western Canada, and a friend uh, took me to see a shaman. His name was Manfred Lucas, and Manfred was a lovely, lovely spirit on his own. He's passed away just this January. He had become uh, he had entered his shaman path because it came to him, as he explained to me, when he was in his 50s. And when I met him, he was in his late 70s. And he had a practice, um, a healing practice, really. Um, and he used uh, to the process of bringing spirit animals into people's lives as a way of um, helping them nurture themselves, as a way of working through uh, sometimes horrific life problems. And um, in my process with with Manfred, uh, we entered uh, the room that he used for his work. It was a large uh, room in his house. And he had a beautiful drum. And once uh, we were quiet and he asked me to breathe and to start to meditate, he began his drum work. And slowly 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 i went into a trance state and within that trance state after about 10 minutes i could see the image of a camera it was a camera like image of something running down a road or driving down a road and the trees and the fields and the fences were flashing by me and then with the last pound on the drum I came out of the trance and Manfred proceeded to explain to me that he was able to 
give me my life's spirit animal, that my life guide, and which was a horse. And specifically, he explained it was the mare horse. And uh, for me, that was a profound experience because the horse is, is really um, that spirit which which guides me in my daily life and which um, explains to me the the passion that I have for all this change in my life and that it's been continuous since I was a very young child and that I am an a natural wanderer and it explained to me why I have this driving force in my life to keep moving forward. I don't always understand what's happening. And as a mare horse, uh, just wanting to herd people together and make sure everybody's okay and and looking out for people and all, all of those things which um, really, really define me, who I am as a human being and how I walk on this earth so to speak and so it was a wonderful wonderful experience that i had with manfred mildred it was it was fantastic now with animal totems from my experience and just to backtrack a little bit when i was doing one-on-one coaching and using some of my intuitive abilities I was able to, with a person's permission, go into their energy field, their sacred life force energy, and lo and behold, what would show up but an animal totem specific to that person. Now, the way it showed up using the method I was privileged to be able to tap into, it showed up in relation to a situation or a journey or a challenge or an issue that was on the go. So let's say someone was going on a journey, then maybe a butterfly might have shown up. Now, that wasn't necessarily their life animal totem, but that was the animal totem that was specific to whatever we were working on at that time. So what I did for our listeners was I decided, well, let's find out what my situational animal totem is for me, maybe for the next two to three months. And what came up was the little animal totem, small but mighty sparrow. And what I'll do for our listeners is I will read you the description. And you can listen to the description. You can think about the description in terms of your life. But it will give you an indication of the type of wisdom and knowledge that is available through using animal totems. So let's go with the sparrow. So the sparrow... The sparrow aids in opening the eyes to our self-worth and instills dignity and empowerment. He teaches the importance of voice and communication and the timing of exertion and retreat. It is time to sing your song in all that you do. Sparrow teaches cooperation and sharing responsibilities, whether it be at home or at work. And the question Sparrow presents, the question Sparrow presents to me is, are you helping or should you be helping in another way in your life? Sparrow aids in survival instincts by sharpening intuition to make proper choices. He will bring awareness of any old tendencies so you can realize newer and more conductive 
tendencies, and way of being. Sparrow teaches assertion so that you may survive in spite of any circumstance with a balance of joy and a balance of empowerment. And the question, another question that's posed is, are you ready to be like a sparrow? So there we have it. I read the description, and then your question would probably be, wow, there's a lot of information in there. How do you work with it? Well, the first thing that I would do is review the description once more because there will be a phrase, one or two phrases, that will really stick out like a tree branch and capture my attention. As I read it again, what captures my attention is this. Are you able to survive in spite of any circumstances with balance and joy and empowerment? So that's how I would use the sparrow animal totem. Each animal totem, whether it be horse or sparrow or bird or dragonfly or whatever, aquatic animals, whales, eagles, whatever presents itself, doves, they each have characteristics. They all have energy patterns that are wise that we as human beings can learn from. And that's why it's so important, such a valuable resource to tap into your animal totem. It's so available. It's so there for you. And I know for myself, once I discovered this beautiful energy tool that's available to all of us, it made me feel like I wasn't alone. I felt I was supported somehow by nature in the animal kingdom. And I'd love to throw the ball back at Madonna and say, Madonna, how did you feel when you received your horse animal totem? It uh, really, it was a bit of a completion for me, Mildred, uh, in that I really um, stopped questioning and how I go out into the world or how I've always been in the world. You know, as I said earlier, I've always had this wanderer's desire and um, really judged myself harshly, I believe, for for being this person who was always interested in what's next and uh, what's interesting around that corner or where can I travel to next. And the horse energy is, is really about discovery discovery and always looking around those um, corners and trees to see what is there and it's it really represents the driving force that carries me in life Um, horses have have strong emotions they have passionate desires Um, and and so it it really was a completion for me, Mildred. It uh, really helped a lot of things start to make sense. So my my desire to run free is uh, very explainable. <laughs> <laughs> you now have a framework to gallop through. <laughs> exactly. You're probably wondering, with Madonna's description of her animal totem, the horse, which relates to her whole life, it will follow her through her whole life, and my example of an animal totem, the sparrow, which is not my life animal totem, but it's situational, and it will be with me in a couple of months. For me, where did I get the information? Where do you get these descriptions? Well, if you type into Google animal totems, you will come up with several answers. So my favorite site is 
www.linsdomain.com. So that's www.linsdomain.com. And that's where I usually find beautiful visuals and beautiful descriptions of animal totems. The one that relates specifically to the sparrow, I used another site. It's www.starstuffs.com. So once again, that's www.starstuffs.com. Now, looking at the sparrow, looking at the horse, I know Madonna's done a bit of research. I believe there are four ways that your animal totem may choose or may come to you. Now, Madonna, would you like to share those? I would love to share the Mildred. Um, there are indeed four categories. And um, when I talked about my horse spirit uh, animal, um, I'm referring to a life animal that is my guide that remains a part of me throughout my life and reflects my inner spiritual self. Um, it, it we may have more than one life guide, but for me, what I am really aware of is that the horse is my life animal guide. As we um, journey in specific areas of our lives, if uh, we're in the middle of something that's very new, uh, we will often be joined by a journey animal guide. Uh, who appears at the fork in the road of our lives when a decision is made to follow a certain path in that fork. Uh, the journey guide is there to serve as a guide along the way. And uh, as well, for really specific um, ch- times in our lives, I had a situation in my life a couple of weeks ago that I was struggling to understand. I uh, went into a meditative state and I really felt the presence of the fox. And the fox uh, came to me as a messenger guide to really give me strategy and understanding of strategy how to handle this specific situation. We also can encounter shadow animal guides uh, that come to us uh, in, in our fears. And often these guides are coming to teach us something really powerful, are coming to help us recognize that the change that needs to be made we're staying in fear because we don't want to make the change, but that guide is there to give us an understanding, to give us the teaching, to give us the clues to walk through that change and get to the other side of the fear. So I, I love the way these uh, these uh, bits of information are broken down, Mildred. So the other thing that we wanted to share with you are resources. There are many, many resources on animal totems, and I'm going to share some of my favorite ones with you now. This is a podcast, so the good thing about it is that you can replay it. You can share it with others, and you can replay it. So I'll list off the resources, want our listeners to know that you can replay it any time, and you'll be able to get the resources. So here we go. So as I said, online resources, two websites I really like are www.starstuffs.com and also www.linsdomain.com. And I'm sure there are many, many more. These are two that speak to me. 
In terms of books, there are three to get you started, and I'm sure you could find them in used bookstores just the same. Animal Speak by Ted Andrews. It was published in 2002. For those people who like Kindle, it's $11.22 on Kindle at Amazon, and I'm choosing Amazon just because it's easy, an easy reference. Medicine Cards by Jamie Sams. That was published in 1999. As good today as it was back then. It's animal cards like oracle cards. So I found it on Amazon for $16.10. Some people love oracle cards. I love oracle cards. And when you get them, you can simply choose an oracle card that will reveal an animal that's trying to give a message to you. The third one would be Animal Spirit Guides by Stephen Farmer, and that was published in 2006, and it's a big $4.99 on Kindle. Now, when I'm looking at these books, the reason I gave the dates they were published is that these books have staying power. 2002, 1999, 2006... There are many, many other books out there. This is a popular area. People are discovering their animal totems, and they always want to learn more. Ted Andrews, Jamie Sams, Stephen Farmer have been around in this arena for a while, so I would say that anything that they've written would probably be a very good reference or a starting point. And I also found, and I found this today, a great website that has two articles on it. The website is called lonerwolf.com, L-O-N-E-R-W-O-L-F.com, and the two articles are The Origins of the Spirit Animal, Totem and Power Animals, and then the other article is What is Your Spirit Animal? Pretty straightforward titles, but it will give you the information that you're perhaps looking for, and I would love Madonna to share now any resources that she has. Well, I found uh, a great website which has some beautiful images. It's called spiritanimal.info, I-N-F-O. And she has a lovely, and, you know, sometimes we we need to keep these endeavors a little bit fun. She has a take the spirit animal quiz, uh, and it's quite extensive, the questionnaire, and she'll help you determine your in-the-moment spirit guide. As well, I um, after my experience with Manfred, I read the Tao of Equus, and although it's not specifically a book about uh, animal spirit guides, it really is a book to help you understand the relationship, the spirit of the animal, and how that relationship with, with the human being can transcend both the animal's experience and the human being's experience and it's a wonderful resource for that and I guess just uh, a word Mildred that you know just to remember that we don't choose our spirit guides that our spirit guides choose us and you know we to allow it to happen in uh, such an easy manner is uh, I think so beneficial to to us I agree. And sometimes I remember when I was, this is a funny little story, I remember I was working with animal totems and the way they come into me is situational, as I had shared earlier with our listeners. 
Lo and behold, the animal totem that came in for me was a vulture. Well, I was less than happy with vulture. I wanted something like a dove, something like a swan, something gentle and beautiful, but I got a vulture. And I sat there in in resistance and disappointment at this vulture animal that came into me until I had the common sense to read the description of what a vulture means, the characteristics, the medicine, the knowledge, the wisdom that a vulture would bring to the table. And it was all about trusting the universe 100%, trusting that whatever you needed would be provided 100%. And in a second, my perspective regarding vultures disappeared. So if you are a listener and you do a meditation or an animal totem comes in a dream or whatever way or whatever route the animal kingdom is communicating with you and you find that you're not really crazy about your animal totem, give it a chance. Go and read the description and I would say that there will be something in that description that you can relate to, something that will add real value and real comfort and perhaps some challenge into your life. For our next two owls having a hoot, we are going to explore having a sense of home. So many people are traveling. We are a society of nomads. And the question that needs to be answered is, where is home? Where do people get their sense of home? And I'd like to invite Madonna to join me to explore this. Do you like this topic, Madonna? I love this topic, Mildred. <laughs> home, home, where, where is home for Madonna? It's, it's been a qu- burning question for the last six years. And this week, home is in her suitcase. Again. <laughs> It sounds like a fun opportunity to I, explore. I believe, I believe when I was doing my meditation, and I always do that before our time together or when we're looking for topics, that came in very, very clear. So I'm hoping that our listeners will join us next month on Two Owls Having a Hoot, where Madonna McGinnis from Nova Scotia, or Madonna maybe somewhere else, and myself, I'll be in Sebastopol, California, will be exploring a sense of home. So thank you so much for joining us. Hope that you have a wonderful evening. Madonna, thank you once again. Have a great night in Craignish, Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. And this is it for this episode of Two Owls Having a Hoot. Bye for now, Madonna. Bye for now, Mildred. Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Caracella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E for Healing Conversations with Mildred Lynn McDonald, Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I came from a low-income family that was, that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GCE became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose.